You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at NolaJake on Twitter. Here with you all on Monday. Going to have a fun week here. I've got Andrew Lopez of ESPN ready to go all over the place with me. I think that is a great idea for what to do given the times we're in without basketball. So without further ado, let's just kind of dive on into everything. This will be chopped up over a couple of days. I'm not quite sure how many. We went for over an hour though, kind of touching on things relating to the Pelicans, things not relating to the Pelicans. We'll just kind of see where this all goes and I'll put this all together so you guys can get the podcast for a couple of days with him on here. Maybe a whole week to himself. Um, given that we'll be five days a week, not three, but it should be a lot of fun. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. Joining me now on Locked On Pelicans, I've got Andrew Lopez, beat reporter for ESPN and ESPN.com covering the Pels. Andrew, last time you were on with me, you had a different uh, title than this one here. (laughs) Yeah, I I did. I think you were just Uh, some dude who maybe covers the team. Yeah, some, uh, you know, I think I think I was fired at that point, actually. I think, <laughs> I think they didn't even have anybody covering the team. No, whatever, that whatever point. it was. Yeah. Uh, things worked out, though, I'd say. Yeah. I'd, uh, I'm, not, I'm not complaining. I'm just, I'm not complaining. <laughs> no, it's, it's funny that it's like I'll race home after a game, record Lockdown Pals, and then maybe I'll throw on, like, SportsCenter to, like, wind down the night. Just you talking to Scott Van Pelt all casually on there. So is it still like is it like sunk in that you're doing all of this? Is it like feel yep. real? God, God, no, it doesn't. It, I don't know. I'll be honest, man. I don't. I don't know if it's ever gonna feel real. Like it, it's still a lot of just like I, I remember that night, the the, the night in, in Sacramento for sure. It was pretty pretty crazy that night you were all over everything because it was like the final game that was like the decision and like you were there kind of like boots on the ground with everything yeah that that night was like that night was wild and i remember they're like all right hey uh van pelt's gonna talk to you right now i'm like wait what like right now and they're like yeah like right now and i was like what's he asking and they're like uh we don't know go yeah no no uh, one knew right uh, oh Okay, so there, there's it's still funny at times because I, I I sit back and I do think about it. I'm like, what is happening to me? Like, why? Where? Why are we doing this? Like, where is this coming from, man? It, it's to me, it's still very, very fresh and very new, but it's it's something that it's so much fun, man. Like, it, <laughs> honest to God, is so much fun. So you're so, you've got the whole I'm gonna wear a dress shirt, jacket, and tie but have the shirt untucked, jeans on, and, like, kicks on because they're only filming me waist up. Like, you figured that out pretty early, huh? Yeah, I was <laughs> – I'm, I'm not a big full suit guy as it is. I think I wore – I've only worn a full suit once this entire year, and that was, uh, what, Lakers night? Okay. Was that the night I wore the – no, oh. it was Zion's first game. Okay. I, mean, I think I did it for Lakers night. I think I did it for 
I think it was Zion's first game. Yeah, because I remember the red seats and everything was behind it, and we had a a whole horde of media there, and that's when I, I wore the maroon suit. Yeah, yeah I remember uh, that. One. You looked sharp. Everyone in yeah. like basketball media was there. That was like a sight to behold. There was like everybody in the smoothie yeah. center that night. We did were there for, for a couple of days too. That was, that yeah. was the funniest part. Was you had people who were just there. Um, and the the thing that I think I liked the, the most about that night is I went to Express that morning. Bought the suit off the rack and wore it to the game that night. <laughs> pull in the Sharif Ishak move. That's where he gets all of his clothes from. Yeah, and I remember Mark Spears being very upset with me because I was able to go to Express, buy a suit off the rack, and wear it without any without a game tailored <laughs> in any way. And he was, he was like, man, little skinny guys, little small guys. I was like, <laughs> hey, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do, right? Not not like, just throw it on? Here we are. So, I uh, yeah, but I figured that out real quick. Most of the time, I wouldn't do the tie unless I was going on. So, I would it would look a little bit different because it would just be jeans, kicks, unbuttoned. I mean, uh, you know, dress shirt with a jacket. And the tie doesn't throw it off as much. But then... I've, Ever since Zion's been back, there's been so much TV. That You've I'm been on like, almost every single day, pretty every like home game. It feels like it, it feels like that. It, it, it feels like that to me. So basically, it's it's basically been a, almost every game. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, I'm just not taking the tie off now. <laughs> <laughs> do you, so? Do you like tie them every time, or do you just like loosen them up, then throw it on over the shirt, and then like tighten it instead of like retying it and just kind of oh, hang? Oh no, I tie it. I tie it every. Okay. I'm, Look, not, I'm, not, I'm a big yeah. I worked with a dude uh, who just did it that way. He couldn't tie him, so his wife tied him once, and then he just never untied the ties and would just put them on and off like that and uh, hung them that way. Oh yeah, yeah, I know some people who do that, and uh, okay, cool, whatever. But um, I just <laughs> I couldn't. I feel like I couldn't do that to my tie. I feel like I gotta. At least you're like the clothes sense. well, right? Yeah, I was like, you, you, I don't know. I, I I know I know people who do that, and I know people who are probably listening to this who will do that. Yeah. Um, but I, I just I I couldn't do it. I mean, maybe <laughs> if I got like a perfect knot, like a perfect. Oh, knot, you're never like, gonna get it again. You're like, there's no shot. I'm like, okay, this one, this one I'll keep because I know it's never happening again. Um, but no, most of the time I'm just gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to just do it every time. He's going to just roll with it. So what's it been like going? So what was it like going on Sports Center for the first time? Was that like scary, nerve wracking? Oh, or were oh, you oh, just oh. like, I got this? God, yes. <laughs> oh. But before we get to Andrew's first time experience on Sports Center and his experience on Sports Center just in general, don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans Monday through Friday here for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team, lining up some really great interviews during this time too to help us get through the global health crisis together and the fact that we don't have any NBA games currently. Still having a lot of fun. Subscribing really does help support the podcast during a time when, you know, frankly, all podcasts kind of need this support. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts podcast from so all right so a couple different things there so first i obviously i have you've seen i've done fox 8 before i've yeah. done stand-ups with uh with, with with our tv guys down here yeah i'd never gone on live before even when i was really? on to the, 
no, 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 no. Not before Fletch- the job. So Fletcher I never, never grabbed you to just... I, like, I'm live with him all the time at the Smoothie King Center and some of the other ones. I figured you had just done that a bunch. Well, normally I'm working at that point. Okay, so I haven't ever. I've never actually had a chance to... Like, when I'm going on with them, it's going on and doing the studio on Sunday night. Or gotcha, yeah. In, in game, they're not... They're usually good about not grabbing us in game. Makes sense. Until... They know what because we're usually doing stuff. So I remember the first couple of times I got on, I have a, a tremendous set of producers here. I have three great producers who we work with here. Melinda Adams, who's full time, she works out of Atlanta on the Hot of Birmingham. Uh, she comes down full time. She comes down, uh, and then I remember the first time I had her, she came down for media day. When she came down for media day. It was, it was incredible. She's like, so I came to media day in like a sweater because I knew that I think, uh, Mark Schwartz was coming down. So I knew I wasn't going on. Okay. I knew I was just going to sit there, listen to four and a half hours of interviews and then that was it. So she looked at me at the end and said, tomorrow come with your jacket. I was like, huh? I was like, am I going on TV tomorrow? She's like, no, but we're practicing. So bring your stuff as if you're going on TV. I was like, yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> she she helps you so much. That's good, man. That's probably needed and, for that sort of thing. I, oh my god! I, I just remember going through and like my first set of things that I did with her were all taped. They're all most of everything I did was taped early on. Um, when Zion got injured, I was traveling that day, so I didn't get to go on that day. Um, I didn't go on live the next night because there was no Zion to go live about. So I never went live until two months later. So I'm even, I'm two months into this. Okay. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I remember they were like, hey, we want an update on Zion. I'd done the tape stuff. I was good at that. And then they're like, hey, you're going live on the 6 o'clock sports center. This is why we're in Portland, by the way. So I'm, I'm going to call it the 6 o'clock sports center, even though most of your listeners is are it's yeah. the five o'clock sports center. You do say, yep. So it is the six o'clock sports center. We are on the west coast in Portland. This is two days before Christmas. They want an update on Zion. And I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And they're like, hey, we want you on live. Get to the arena at like three o'clock for a seven thirty tip. So so that part was fun, by the way. <laughs> Staying um, out there all day. But it was my first one, and I I didn't tell anybody that I had like obviously my bosses knew I never did live TV. I mean, they knew I had done live TV, okay. But I didn't tell like the producer, the cameraman, anybody out there that this was going to be my first <laughs> live hit. So I remember just getting out there and just going, okay, all right, we're going on live, we're going on live, okay, okay, and I'm freaking out internally, but I'm like, I can't tell anybody, I can't tell anybody. You, you got to try and play anybody. cool, right? Exactly. I didn't want anybody to tell me any tips. Uh, yeah, that's just going to make it worse. Relax. Like, put your no, hands I to didn't... your side, and then you're not going to keep your hands to your side. Exactly. So I was like, okay, all right, cool. And I just get there, and I forget. I even forget who the anchor was. But I remember they were going to ask me two questions. My answer, I think, went long on the first one. So they didn't ask me the second question. So I was thrown off, but I knew just look, smile until the camera. And what I used to do is whenever they would say, thank you, Andrew, because I'm a nice human being, 
I would always say thank you back. <laughs> but you, it, it doesn't work the audio that way because they're cutting away from you. So it's like, thanks, Andrew. And you're just kind of supposed to nod because if you say thank you, that <laughs> runs into whatever the next clip is. So I, I, I said thank you. I, like it was all sorts of stuff. And I was like, and then it ended. I was like, whew. And my producer there was like, all right, man, you did a good, you did a good job. I was like, yeah, that was my first live hit. He goes, what? <laughs> it's about like you should tell me this like, beforehand so I can prep you. He was like, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you? I was like, uh, because I didn't want you to tell me anything. I just wanted to go out and do it. And he's like, we well, did a good job. Okay, good. I was like, whew. And after that, I feel like it's been live hit, live hit, live hit, live hit, live hit, live hit. So, so it's, it's been fun. It's been a learning process. But man, that first one was ridiculous. And I was like, oh my God, I'm on tour today. Like, this is... Like, I'm that, like, amps it up, right? Like, the stakes of it. Oh, yeah. Like, during that first... I felt... Every time I... Like, I could feel my phone, like, buzzing in my pocket. <laughs> I was like, I probably should turn this off. Yeah. So, but... Dude, I, I get there, and it's... Every every time I'm on, I'm still like, this is just... I, I, I honestly can't believe it's happening so much. Yeah, it's still not real. I remember... And this goes back to, like, 20... I don't know, 2012, 2013. The first radio spot I ever did, which was in... It was on a spot in, like, Lafayette. The guy who doesn't even do the show anymore. And I was, like, so nervous, even though it's, like, a radio show about the, the then Hornets in Lafayette, which, like, come on, there, there's, like, not many lower-stake live things to do at that point. Yeah. When, like, the, this is pre-Anthony Davis, so it's not like they're even good. And... I remember I was like, oh, okay, what do, you, what do you want to ask me? I'll prepare for this. And it's like a 10-minute segment. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to send you questions. We'll just we'll just do this. And now I've learned, like, if someone tries to prep me for it, I'm just like, yeah, no, I've got this. Like, you, you don't need to. Just ask me what you want on air and I'll answer and it'll be fine. And, like, the difference in it is, like, night and day from the first one when I was freaking out. It, it, it really is. And it's, it's funny because for, for SportsCenter, you you usually have to send in questions, or they send you questions of like, hey, because it, it, it's different when it's on radio. No, the, I mean the stakes are bigger. There's more like a much better yeah. audience. The production needs to be like on point with something like that. I feel you need it. to be a minute, minute ten, minute fifteen, yeah. and then you're done. It's it's not like we're talking on this radio, and I was like, oh hey, I got this fun story. It's gonna take up five minutes, like we just did. Right. <laughs> Which, th- thank you, by the way. <laughs> Which is totally fine. Yeah. And it's like, on TV, they're like, no, that is not fine at all. So we'll keep going with ESPN's Andrew Lopez, beat writer for the Pelicans, coming up here in a minute. But again, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. Leave a five-star review with a comment. Really helps keep this free and five days a week for you all, especially during this time. So leave a comment with a five-star review. Tell a friend about the show and subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. So the, the funniest thing is that night, that we were talking about the, the Van Pelt night in Sacramento, I had no idea what Van Pelt was saying. All I knew was we had told him, hey, we kind of have an idea about this, this, and this. And the, the, the champ that he is, he's like, all right, got it. And we just, and I was like, okay, so I'm listening. That's the, that's the day, that's the segment that I said cancelization like three times. Gotcha. And I invented, <laughs> I invented a word because I was, because I was legitimately nervous. Like, and that's why look, I did We're in uncharted territory. It's totally cool. And it's one of those... Yeah, I, I told somebody this. I was like, it's one of those words that when you say it, 
it doesn't sound that bad. But like if I was writing it, I'd know. Like, no, that's not how you say that, you idiot. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah. And I then guess like in 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 the heat of the moment, I'm like mixing words and I'm like figuring it out. I was like, what did I just do? I was so mad at myself that night. And I was like, I was like, people were like at me on Instagram and they're like, follow. I was like, I was like, oh, at least you're listening for one. I appreciate it. Thank you. And then <laughs> that's what I came up with the, uh, you know, they, they, they let me make one word in my contract thing because I didn't know what else to say. Cause I was like, well, I screwed up. I pretty much got to own this one. So, uh, but I didn't know what was coming. I didn't. Normally, you know the questions. You can kind of yeah prep your answer a little bit, like kind of time it a little bit, right? Out. Exactly. So you know, all right, I can say this. Like I know to say you, this. You, you kind of rehearse it a little bit, a little bit. Like not not necessarily with the anchor itself, but like even beforehand. Usually, the anchor will come on and say this, or the show producer will come on and say, "Hey, we're going to ask you this. If we have time, we're going to ask you this." Cool. And none of that happened, so I was like freaking out. I had a whole bunch of things going on, and then, boom. But I, I tell you, man, even when you like I'm talking Van Bell, or which sounds so weird to say that I'm like, like hey, well, I what, so Van you, Bell. you've got like Woj's number in your phone. I'm assuming. I so yes, I do. I, I will say this: <laughs> this is my yeah. favorite ESPN story so far. When I when I first announced that I got the job. Um, it was the same day that I think the big lead was doing a story on all the NBA changes that we were doing anyway. Uh, hiring myself, hiring Eric Woodyard to go to Chicago, moving Malika to New York so she can handle that. That day I let it out. Everything goes great. And I get a text message from a number that I don't know. And it says, Hey, Andrew, it's Adrian. I cover the NBA at ESPN. (laughs) I I was like, if I don't know that, I shouldn't be here. Right. Right. (laughs) Uh, But it was just the funniest text. I like screenshotted that text. And I was like, that was the moment that like all of this kind of like became like real to me was like, what would you just send me a text? Like, what is happening? Yeah, this is real life all of a sudden. So, um, but yeah, man, it, it's every time I have those conversations, whether it's, it's with an anchor, I think that, that night in Sacramento, I, I talked to, to Stephen A., I talked to Van Pelt, like all on, on air, and I was just like, what is going on? I was like, this stuff just doesn't seem real to me yet. And I, I don't know, maybe, I, hopefully it, it, it stays like that, but it, 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 it's been like that for a while now. No, that's, I think that's a good thing. I, it's also, you know, when you look at kind of the events, like, you know, the narrative of how you ended up there, given everything, um, you know, it's it's kind of great. And it probably kind of adds to it uh, from everything. I remember when you were working at the summer camp, we were texting all the time when you were like talking with ESPN about this. And so it's, it's very cool to see it kind of happen and like things go as well as they are. It probably also helps, you know, with Zion. And as I've, I, think yeah. I mentioned to a lot of people, being in the Zion business is pretty good right now. 
So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. We will talk more Zion now as we've gotten past the ESPN stuff, which is pretty fun to kind of get the behind the scenes look at everything going on with Andrew over there up in Bristol and ESPN. And we'll talk more about the actual on-court stuff. He's got some suggestions for jerseys that are going to be coming up too and just the game day experience as well as what he's seen from Zion, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and some of the others on the team. So stay tuned for that the rest of the week. But that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, tell your smart device to play the podcast Hollinger and Duncan for other insight into the league as a whole. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and we'll be back with you all tomorrow alongside Andrew. 